11 years ago on January 1st, I took a yoga class where the instructor encouraged us to set an intention for the year. And over the course of that year, 2013, my entire life unfolded in some magical landscape of buying a New York City apartment, running my fastest marathon, committing to a consistent yoga practice, and more. Every year since then, I have set an intention for my year, and when I became a yoga instructor, I turned my process into a workshop, a journal, now included with the workshop, and it's absolutely my favorite thing to do for the new year. One of last year's workshoppers ultimately became a good friend and joined me on the podcast for a little mini episode to share her experience with setting an intention and how it created shifts in her life. If you are curious, this will give you a good idea of what to expect from the workshop and beyond. Enjoy. I love you write your journal. I did. I saved it, obviously, because it was so impactful to me. I love that at the very end of class, when we were had gone through everything you guided us, and I remember sharing my I am statements out loud and how I cracked and cried when I said I am lovable. And now, at the end of December, I'm like, I am lovable. The difference is, is night and day. I still have the sticky of the one word that I put on my computer screen, um, vivacious. I that I kept that. so like I but I brought it it's just fascinating to go back and read through it anyway so yeah what would you, <laughs> yeah there's power in that intention you know mm -hmm. it's all you I saw it put you on your path of mm. believing it for yourself and Absolutely. then starting to act as if in a lot of ways you were and yes bring about experiences you're as vivacious as I've ever seen <laughs> I love my life now and I didn't not love it before but I knew I was out of alignment. I knew that I wanted something that I didn't have. I just didn't recognize how wildly out of balance it was. And seeing it on paper, I was like, oh, okay. So you know, what am I going to do about that? And how am I going to change? And how am I going to live differently? And, and like, how do I even go about changing? And it was pr pretty powerful. What initially drew you to this intention setting setting yeah. this time last year? I love any sort of time where I can feel selfish in a way, where I can carve time out to focus on me because I don't do it for myself, by myself. There's 10,000 other things that I'm thinking about doing that I need to do. And so for me... While it may seem initially selfish and I'm guilty for taking the time away, I also know I need it for me to be in a space where I'm carving away all the distractions and I'm able to focus on analyzing where I'm at in my life and where I want to go. I think that that's super important because I might get where I want to go eventually without doing the work and setting the intention and taking the time to think about it, but I also may not achieve half of what I want to achieve, leveraging resources, coaches, friends, therapists to get that kind of extra help to just even bring awareness to a resource that I may not have known about. It's intentionally taking a pause. You have all the answers within you, but how often do we stop and yeah. dig in a little? Yeah. So this year you had a lot of transformation yeah. throughout that. How did your coming back to this intention, this lovable, vivacious, how did that ground you for some of the change 
or ready you for some of the change or did it at all? It was something that I, well, I set like the wallpaper on my phone to. I think I still actually have the exact same wallpaper. I radiate love. I experience love. I am love. I feel loved. I am lovable. Just having that constant reminder every time you look at your phone, even though I may not read it every single time I look at my phone, it just reminds me that's the thing that I was a one on in my life was love, romance, right? Everything else I was six or six to tens on in terms of where I was and, and how I felt about my life. And that kind of out of balance just made me realize that's what I need to focus on. I'm good everywhere else. I don't need to keep focusing on my career. I don't need to keep focusing on fitness. Like, yes, it's okay to have goals on those things, but I'm already good where, where I'm at. But right now, what I need to focus on is love in my life and be love. Like, get love out there because the more you put out there, the more you attract. And so I just kept reminding myself and saying like, I am lovable. And the more I said it to myself, those positive affirmations, the more I started believing it. And I try to make sure that when I'm out there in the world, that I am radiating love and that I am giving love out into the world to family members who may try my patients, to my friends, to strangers who, whether they're having a bad day and, and, or not, right, I just try and, and embody that. And I've gone on, you know, a dating journey to find love. And I have been so proud of myself for the progress I've made. And I'm still searching for love. If, you know, there's any single guys out there. But I am just so proud of the progress I've made and everything I've learned in those relationships and how I continue to show up. I yes. love that you're able to feel that love and then taking the small steps in the direction of how you want to feel. I just have met you. It might have been, been another yoga class, but I, I literally think you dropped me off on my one wheel. You're like, oh, I'm heading from the yoga studio to a, meet someone yes. on a date. Uh, the Don Cesar, I'll drop you off. I was like, oh, perfect. <laughs> Just give me the Don Cesar and I'll one wheel the rest of the way home. Where you were always taking those small steps. I don't think yeah. that I ever knew a version of you that wasn't. But then embodying this way that you want to feel, I yeah. think was maybe what shifted. It, it totally shifted it because I never approached it like, how do you want to feel? I never had approached it before. I'd always been like, I want to find someone to date. When I changed to focusing on how I wanted to feel, it was more about how do I feel around this person? How do I want to feel around this person? Do I feel safe? Do I feel love? It became less about them and more about me and allowed me to really, on my dating journey now, in a way, like every person I meet, I truly believe is getting me closer to finding the right person for me and I'm learning something from each and every one of them as I look to set intentions for 2024. Like, how do I want to feel? I love how I'm feeling today. Like, I feel great today. I feel amazing. Yes, it's not, not everything's been amazing. I've gone through hard times. I've had really, like, a really tough breakups, but like, I know I'll get through it. I love that it puts you in the driver's seat of feeling how you want to feel and not someone else yes. with the keys to like unlocking that. And I think that that's what's really powerful. I've used a couple of different words. One of the words I've used is energized. And what can I do today to feel energized it has nothing to do with anyone else. It has to do sometimes with the people I hang out with and it, it forces me to come back to what am I trying to do here and what is going to give me that energized feeling. 
And it allows you also to change your answer day to day. So if going for a run is going to energize me today, tomorrow hanging out with a friend might. And I, I like the fluidity of choosing a word or an intention or a mantra for the year because then future you gets to figure out what it actually looks like. When you're out living your life, you just get to feel the way you want to feel. Yeah, absolutely. You talked about alignment and being out of alignment. What feels in alignment today? I feel like even though I don't have romantic love, I still feel in alignment with having more love in my life. Like my family just left this morning. They were here for the holidays and we just had the nicest time, like so much fun. And I, I'm, I'm so loved by them and I love them so much. And by focusing more on one thing where I was completely out of alignment, I took a lot of pressure off the other things to fill that space that I didn't even realize was a space. If that makes sense. I've always been career driven and dedicated my job and working extra hours and fitness. Like I, I love to work out, but maybe I overdo it. I didn't realize again until your workshop that how like completely out of whack I was. I knew it. I knew it because I wasn't going on dates. I wasn't finding love, but I didn't realize it until it stared me in the face and was like, all right, that <laughs> clearly I need to spend some time on that. Um, so I'm, I'm very much more about respecting my boundaries and I'm filling my time with other things that I do love. I recently took uh, an acro yoga workshop, which reminds me of the gymnastics I used to do as a kid that I loved. And so I'm finding love there through that. Just doing things that I love to do that remind me of being a kid and that bring me joy. It makes it so much easier to not be hyper-focused or or default to the thing that I've always been comfortable defaulting to and putting myself in more uncomfortable situations to grow in those areas where I want to. What does the word vivacious mean to you? Yes. I had so many words that resonated with me, but vivacious is really about being lively, being magnetic, being electric, while also feeling understood and secure. So there's an underlying confidence with being vivacious that I was also looking for that I didn't necessarily have in myself. Being vivacious to me, like I had this image of Marilyn Monroe, you know, just like being smiling and happy and radiating love and joy and um, exuding confidence. And that's what I wanted to be. And that's why I gravitated towards vivacious because I felt like it wrapped all of those things into one and kind of brought out more of like the inner secure me, my alter ego, Mm. you know, with Beyonce and Sasha Fierce. Like I felt like vivacious kind of embodied that. I would say that you did a lot of big, bold, confident things this year. And what I like about it is even though you were focusing on one area and the wheel of life, it all connected. It is. And so date shifts and job and teacher training and dating bigger. And it's almost like you were expecting more for your life yeah. from the space of um, wanting to feel vivacious. And I feel like you got met. I feel like the 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 year rose to the occasion to meet you and the kind yeah. of those big vivacious, confident, yeah. bigger than life. Yeah. I was able to really have some of those big, bold moments this year to level up to what I envision for myself and 
back to how I wanted to feel. Well, this was awesome. I know you're joining this year on the virtual yes. workshops. I'm really excited. And um, the cool thing is it just starts to stack on top of each other. Mm -hmm. So vivacious doesn't go anywhere. You just continue to hone in on what I call your North Star. To me, it's a decision compass of every decision that comes into your life. Do I leave? Do I stay? Do I engage in this activity? Do I not? All comes back to, well, how did I say I wanted to feel? Mm -hmm. It gives you a little compass. I said vivacious. And if I want to put my actions where my mouth is, you make those decisions to be more vivacious. Thanks Hopefully for doing edit. a little mini. <laughs> yeah. Yes, thank you. Thanks for having me. Love it. Love you. If this podcast episode sparked interest in my New Year's intention setting workshop, I hope you'll join us. This year, I'm offering so many opportunities to join as I guide you through the intention setting process. I'm offering live virtual on December 30th and also an on-demand session that you can do on your own schedule. I'm also offering it in three separate yoga studios. If you are someone who needs to be in person, you can find those studios in my show notes. Lastly, I created a journal documenting the entire process. If you do the workshop, you get the journal. The virtual and on-demand workshop gets a digital download of the journal. I also have an expanded journal available on Amazon, which takes you through the entire workshop. And it also includes additional pages to support you on the first 21 days of the new year as you really commit this intention to your everyday practice. Thank you for listening. Until next time.